A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Yesterday morning we were talking to Donna and to other parents and people connected to the Before Five Family Centre in Churchfield. They'd gotten a text message on Wednesday uh, to say the place was closing. There was no detail in the text message. The subsequently followed a statement issued to the Opinion Line and indeed to many other sources saying there was as the board said, a myriad of reasons for the closure. Among those who got a text message with little or no detail in it were the staff, and they met yesterday to try to put some sense to what had happened. Now, Mary Barry, uh, Mary, you worked at long term. You worked there at long term. Is it is it nearly twenty more than twenty years? You worked there. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Thanks very much. Yes, it is. Just, I suppose, as a note of condolence too to Jack O'Sullivan yes. and his family. Yes, indeed. You know, as your top story, just thinking of them as well. Yeah. yeah. It's um, been a tough old yeah. week for you, so, Mary. You know, it is. It is indeed. And um, I suppose I have personally have worked at the Before Five Family Centre for over 20 odd years. Um, I worked there provi- initially as a preschool worker in the 90s. Um, I was away out, out of Cork, but I subsequently came back and I've been there since 2000 mm. um, working at the Before Five Centre. So I feel very much part of the community. And I suppose as a staff body, we are equally in shock. We are heartbroken. Um you, I, I know your story yesterday carried a lot of the history of the centre. Um, it's there 48 years, established in the 70s, built by the community, fundraised by the community. Um, over the years, it has always responded to community need. And I suppose we would have prided ourselves on the relationships we had with, with our families, with the children that came through. Um, and, you know, no more than Donna and the other parents yesterday, you know, to, to receive news like that a week mm. ahead of opening is, it's, it's a shock. Yeah. yeah. Now, even as the most experienced or one of the most experienced staff members up there, Mary, yeah. you and your colleagues, you'd no idea this was coming. You just found out by text. Was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. Yeah. Now, to be fair, we, we knew there were financial challenges. We were informed of that. Um, the sort of beginning of May. Um, and we were told by the board of trustees at the time that they were engaging with, they would have been engaging with Cork City Childcare, they would have been engaging with other agencies um, to try and resolve the situation. So to, to, to name that and to be fair to that, but our understanding through June and July was that, that things were in progress, negotiations were in progress, um, that 
there was hope that there would be another uh, community provider able to to take over the management of the centre. Um, and up until Wednesday, that was our belief that that was going to happen and start next week. Um, but when we got the text, um, that was it. And then yesterday we were informed that the company is actually going into liquidation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that emerged, and will and will be closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a vigil um, being planned next yes. Tuesday at at one, and you're going to join the parents at one. Yeah. yeah, we are. Yes, we're going to liaise. We were planning. We we kind of came up with it yesterday, and then we realised that, in fairness, and thanks to Donna Cambridge, um, for taking that initiative, and for you know, we know Donna, we know her family, we you know, um, we know her son. So we are liaising, we are liaising with the parents. And I suppose our goal really, PJ, is we, we're, we're a community centre. We're part of the community. We belong in the community. It's been established for a long time. I suppose just to give you some numbers, I mean, there, it's more than just a preschool and a crash service. Um, it would have established as that there's an after school program that has up to over 40 children attending weekly. There's a play therapy service that was initiated in the last four years to bring play therapy work to the community as well at an affordable and accessible arrangement. There would have been over, over 30 children, over 30 families accessing that in the last year. There's adult classes. And I think that's important to know too. And we're appealing to all of those people to come out on Tuesday. Um, the adult classes, I can tell you are vital in the service as well. There are members and I hope they don't mind me saying so, but there are members in the community, senior members who come there for social gatherings. Yeah. They come there for their yoga. They come there for their art class. They're as much the heart of the community as the mm. children are. This, and this is far more than just a school and a creche. Mary. This is not just a preschool and a creche. It's huge. It's like the centre, you know, and I'm sure there are stories and we'd hope that people will come and tell their stories on Tuesday. We know we're hoping the press will be there. We're hoping we have to be fair to the local politicians and the councillors. They are rallying around us. You know, I think they're in shock. We're all in shock at the turnaround. of the, we, have, we have a week to turn this around if that's possible, if that's feasible. Mm. Um, but it is the story of the community. It's not the story of a preschool closing along with all the other preschools that are under threat and have struggled under the childcare sector. Th- there's a story here about community voluntary family resource centres, you know, constantly facing challenges, financial challenges, financial difficulties, constantly looking for numbers, being put to the pin of their collar for quantitative, you know, what are the numbers, what are the numbers when we're trying to mm. deliver qualitative services to, to, a, to a community that really needs it. I mean, you don't need me to tell you all the research that's there about early years intervention, mm. early years prevention. Yeah. You know, I'm working myself in the therapeutic service and we're looking at supporting young children and children's emotional well-being and health so that they won't go down the road of mental health and strain and drugs and addiction laterally in life. Mm-hmm. So the centre offers a huge service to the community and it's it belongs to the community. You know, I'm just a voice for the staff and I, you know, I don't want to speak for the community, but there are voices out there in this story. There are many, many voices. Well, can I just say to you, Mary, um, that I, I would have connections, shall we say, in the child yeah. and family sector. And I was talking yeah. to those connections over the last 24 hours and every single one of them said, you provided and have provided a brilliant service. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, we, we have, you know, I don't want to preach for myself, but we have constantly looked to provide professional you know, top quality Montessori education. Our staff have continuously developed. We have the luxury of maintaining a staff body, and this is significant. Most people are there over 20 years. The majority of the staff are local people. Some of them would have started on community employment schemes. You look at what this has offered. They came in, they they did the childcare training, they've progressed into room leads. They've, you know, the, the heart of the community is in the before five center. It's not external forces coming in and doing, you know, working there. It is the people and local people and it's local families. Um, I could, I mean, I've been there, as I say, I, 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 I know parents walking in the door now. I worked with them as preschool children. Wow. And they're bringing their own children back. That's you know, so you volumes. have this continuity. It, it just, there's a continuity of service and we have faced challenges in the past. This is, this is life. We have gone through the before five has gone through two recessions. It has gone through changes in the regulations. It's gone through, it has had to cut its cloth over the years. It has lost service. It's grown services. It has lost staff. It's, you know, things change and we evolve, but this, in all the history of before five, this is the first time we've got to this point of closure. Now, SIP2, you have the support and of SIP2. Yeah. We have the support of SIPTU um, and we have the support of the local councillors and, and politicians. What we're asking for now is that support to come out really loud, really big on Tuesday. Um, we want, you know, anybody who's had any involvement in the centre from 1975 up to 2023 to be there to bring their children, to bring, to be the children that were there in the past, to be the adults who, you know, COVID had a huge effect on the social fabric. The before five was one of that social fabric for, for people in the community. And we were only able to open our doors to that aspect of the work in the last two years. And people came back, people who, who were there before, they missed, they missed that aspect of meeting their neighbors, meeting, you know, their class, their colleagues in their interests at the center. Mm. I, 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 I mean, I could go on for hours, PJ, no, no, but no, no, I totally don't have hours. I sense your enthusiasm. Yeah, I sense your enthusiasm and your love for the work you've been doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. 
It is a shame. It is. It is a shame. We are heartbroken. Do you know? I know that you can't talk about what's going on in the background. I respect that. But there is a lot mm. going on. And the hope is that something could be done. But in the meantime, tell people about this yeah. get together. When is it? It's Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I think it's the 29th um, at one o'clock outside the gates. We have a beautiful mural. I don't know if you're familiar with it on the wall outside the, mm-hmm. the, the premises. Um, we've rallied there in the past. We're going to rally there again. Um, and I suppose we're reaching out to, as I say, anybody at any point who ever crossed the threshold of before five to come. Um, and I, I know there are stories. I know you will hear voices that will say, my child did this. My mother did this. My grandmother was part of this. We, you know, women went back to college through the through early years support of the before five going back, you know, in the 80s, the 90s. Um, it continues to, to respond to community need okay. as much as we can within the funding constraints. And that's the bigger question then, of course, of national and government structures. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Tuesday, the 29th, August, t- Tuesday, 29th at one o'clock at the centre. At yeah. the centre. At there the centre, outside the centre. Yeah. All right, okay. Flags, bells, whistles, the works. All right. Are you, <laughs> okay, you, and we appreciate your support too. No, no, it, um, it, I, I was very shocked yeah. to hear about it, very shocked to hear yeah. it yesterday. And, and I know that the good people connected to it, the parents, the workers, everybody who supported before five over the last, I was amazed, nearly 50 years. They're not going down without a fight here. Not on your Nelly. Uh, thank you, Mary Barry, the longest-serving staff member at the Before Five Family Centre in Churchfield Hill. There was some call last evening to get people around a table, uh, to get the board around a table, to get maybe the Bishop of Cork around a table, because the diocese, the bishopric of the diocese, has a connection here, because I believe it owns the building. And just get everybody around the table and see what can be done. According to the Echo, uh, local Fianna Fáil TD, uh, Padraig O'Sullivan, was saying there might be another provider already interested. We'll have to see there. Um, there's a sense of depo- despondency, disappointment, sadness, shock that this has come about. But there seems to be, I just get a sense, there seems to be a sense of hope to that it's not fully over. Uh, The Federation of Early Childhood Providers will also hold an emergency public meeting at the Oriel House Hotel out in Ballincollig to do with the general issue of childcare in Cork. That's Sunday 27th, this Sunday, at 7 o'clock at the Oriel in Ballincollig. Cork's 96 FM Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.